Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to another Minecraft podcast discussion today. My name is Kimberly Quinn, and I'm really excited to talk about creativity. That's a superpower for those of us in the Fast Mind Club and something every single one of us can access if we choose, you know. Creativity is uh, actually has like a spiritual component to it, right? And absolutely, it is about listening to that inner voice and passion. So today we're, gonna, we're talking about your inner artist. And a lot of us, um, I think a lot of people kind of resist the idea that they're creative. They kind of like put blockades up. Oh, not me. And they even say it. I'm not creative. Those are some of the worst words somebody can say about themselves. Because think about it. You know, we all, we all talked about the divine connection. We're all part of a higher power. All cha- we, can, we are all channels for this, for this energy source that we are, a walking energy, you know, sort of encased in a body. So it's kind of ridiculous, absurd, if you will, to even think that you're not creative. It just looks differently in us because we are all very unique and we can bring creativity to anything we do. I think of surgeons because remember that Creativity has a lot to do with problem solving, too. It's not just, um, I don't mean just sculpting or just painting a canvas. In fact, I was visiting my rooftop friend this weekend, and I was absolutely, and I've seen her work before. She's a tattoo artist, too, and I've seen her work on walking around on people and herself. But she had painted a canvas of um, a seasoned male lion, and she wrote this this something on the back. It was for, um, it was a gift for someone and about the dignity. And, and had she not even read that to me, I, you can hurt. Oh my God, the creativity in the eyes alone. It just the, the eyes of that lion said so much and she painted it. I mean, it's just wild. And so I don't want to say just paint a canvas for sure. However, you know, we've talked about it before. I remember, you know, working up at the ski resort here and these young chefs putting together these buffets and these fancy um, pastries and then, and how they arranged all the proper spacing. And sometimes they would go out and get fresh flowers if that was seasonally possible. And it, it, there's just, we can take it, we can bring it to whatever we are doing, hands down. So my inspiration for today actually is coming from two people, I would say. Inspiration meaning in spirit. Sarah Von Bredneck, who's the author of Simple Abundance, and that's a day book that I read a lot in my thirties when I was home with the kids. I, it's just like these short little, um, something like a page, sometimes a page and a half of these short, and there's one for every single day and each one has its own little theme. And, um, so this one I, I inspired me today, um, to talk about the creativity thing. And then, um, Sarah Von Brednick in the blurb that she wrote or not blurb or ec- excerpt. That's what I'm looking for. Took her inspiration from Julia Cameron who's author of the, who is the author of, of the artist's way. And I also own that book that I was also reading around the same time. And I had, I had a burst of creativity when I was reading that. Um, so anyway, that's where my inspiration is coming from today. And we'll go ahead and get started. So you typically, uh, Sarah Van Brednick starts, uh, she has like a quote above the excerpt for whatever that day's theme is. Actually each month has a, you know, has an, as an overlying theme, I would strongly encourage buying this book because it's really, it's just so uplifting every day. But then each day, each day follows that theme with a different little subtopic. And so 
Um, and, and she starts with a quote. So this quote is from Julia Cameron, author of The Artist's Way. And she says, become willing to see the hand of God. And of course, she, that can be universe, source, whatever. People get weirded out with the word God sometimes. That's one I use, but source, universe, higher power. I'll start over now. Become willing to see the hand of God and accept it as a friend's offer to help you with what you are doing. And so, you know, the last couple of podcasts, uh, the inspiration came from Lisa Miller, who's talking about the awakened brain and, you know, spirituality being the flip side of depression and how we're all, we're all wired for it as far as brain structure goes, right? So the creativity thing actually flows with this because um, we, we are also, you know, we, we have really, if we think about the brain, right? We, we have talked about the un, unpioneered territory. We think about space when we say that. In my opinion, that's really the brain. We only know a fraction, you know, a tiny little milli blip of what the mind is actually capable of. And of course, creativity has a whole lot to do with spirituality because we're channeling this. You know, I think of the Harry Potter series. I love Harry Potter. Think about that. J.K. Rowling's brilliance, her creative brilliance, all of that stuff she wrote had to exist somewhere, right? Had to exist somewhere for it to flow through her. And so uh, Sarah starts by saying, many of us wish we were more creative. Many of us sense we are creative, but unable to effectively tap that creativity. Our dreams elude us. Our lives feel somehow flat. Often we have great ideas, wonderful dreams, but are unable to actualize them for ourselves. And then here she gets into Julia, Julia Cameron's book, who uh, is, it's called The Writer's Way. Uh, she says, Julia Cameron concedes in her, in her peerless, the artist's way, a spiritual path to higher creativity. Sometimes we have specific creative longings we would love to be able to fulfill. Learn to play the piano, painting, taking an acting class, or writing. Sometimes our goal is more diffuse. We hunger for what might be called creative living, an expanded sense of creativity in our business lives, in sharing with our children, our spouse, our friends. I can't say enough about this. So this is what we're talking about with turning it into whatever. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, like what we think of, you know, classic sense. That's the right word choice. I don't even know. Or maybe stereotypical. That's not the right word either. Anyway, what we think of when we think of art, we think of painting, we think of, um, you know, the visual arts usually, maybe filmmaking, playwriting, um, you know, something that can be on display somewhere, sculpture, all that sort of thing. And now with computers, graphic design, but it's just so much more than that. And I, I'm thinking when I was at home with our, with the Fab Five uh, for years, I went through all these bursts and I went through a home decorating just creative surge. And I was just, oh my gosh, when you, you just let your mind go, it's amazing what you can come up with. And when it, when it involves painting a house, because re big renovations, which we did not have the budget for back then. We, I was home with five kids. We were on one income plus the little tiny little dabbles I did, out, you know, doing a, running a workshop here and there, but basically it was one income. No way, no way, no how was there any kind of money for, you know, busting through walls and making additions. No. And so um, that that's when some of the best creative stuff comes forward. And my thing was I did a lot of painting of rooms, wild colors. And then you sit and stare at the wall, just stare at it. And I didn't put stuff. I took every single thing out of the room, only put back what I wanted in there, which means a lot of good stuff got t 
tossed. And then you got to really just kind of sit and stare at the walls to see what actually goes there. Another thing I did um, uh, with the kids' birthday parties. Oh my gosh. I spent weeks, weeks and weeks coming up with such themes for these parties. And um, I don't want to get too much into all the details of that and, and bore people, but I mean, just themes, big, big themes. I had obstacle courses with Star Wars and luau's and everything else. Um, also entertaining for dinner. Tons of creativity can go in entertaining for dinner. The cooking part for sure. Um, creativity into the holidays. Creativity into wrapping gifts. And I'm not talking about money. We were on a shoestring when I was home with the five kids. Shoestring. So my creativity at the parties did not involve a lot of money. It involved just that creativity. And because we have five kids, they're born through all the four seasons. So the winter parties were, um, you know, obviously different than the creativity that we came up, you know, that I came up with like in the fall and the spring. You know, we can be creative in the workplace too. I mean, there's just really, I can't think of anything we can't really bring creativity to. You know, I I think of, you know, um, my my women friends and I are very much fans of, of the hot bubble baths in our midlife, right? And we give each other all kinds of good smelly stuff. And, and one year a friend of mine gave me this whole assortment of really creative stuff with um, like floating little candles, kind of rose petal-y kind of things, never mind all the scents and the aromatherapy. So creative creativity um, with gifts. So I could go on and on because I, I just, I have this eye for creativity. I'm not talking about simply the little, you know, the things I've done. I'm talking about all the things that I love, love, love to just witness, just observe, just watch out in the world, you know, um, just in the windows. I was just in Manhattan this weekend and, and it's not, you know, it's, it's only all, it's I'm say only August. It, actually it was the end of July because um, it was the end of July. So I'm not talking about, um, you know, the Midtown, you know, Macy's Christmas windows. I'm talking, or holiday windows. I'm talking about just pastries and, and all of it. Um, and the creativity of fashion walking around me. And again, not about money. I saw when you see different uses for things that, you know, um, pushes you out of the box, that's creativity. Anyway, it's just crazy. I had the best time there. Okay. So she's, and then um, Sarah goes on to say, many of us have unconsciously erected seemingly insurmountable barriers to protect ourselves from failing or succeeding. We um, protect ourselves from failing or succeeding. That was kind of, okay. Anyway, we may think we're protecting ourselves by ignoring or denying our creative impulses, but really all we're doing is burying our authentic selves alive. I will say that again. We are burying our authentic selves alive. When we smush our creativity down, it is just another way to abandon ourselves. And there is no worse crime than that. There is no worse crime than self-abandonment. And then she says, as you slowly learn to remove the rubble of the opinions and judgments of others, and she says, including your own internal sensor, right? Because we're usually, you know, the worst enemy is within, right? Um, she says, an exchange and exchange a limiting, toxic in, uh, interpretation of a miserly, mean-spirited God for what Julia calls the good orderly direction of a loving and supportive great creator, not only will give you an not only, not only will you encounter the inner artist, but you'll come to respect your art as a personal form 
of worship. I love that. We are not talking about religion. You can make it that if you want to. We're talking about worshiping, you know, the higher power and the higher, better yet, the higher power within you, that creativity within you. Okay. Coming from a bigger place and connecting you to everybody else, you know, okay. That's, we're just worshiping this wonderful, wonderful divine creativity. Okay. And so what I'm saying to you is creativity is natural. Creativity is authentic. So anyone, if you encounter or if it's you who says, oh, I'm just not creative, we call that denial. Really, that's all it is because it just looks different. A mechanic is creative with how she, he, or they, you know, see the ins and outs of how to fix something. All of a sudden, there's an aha moment. Chess players are creative. Surgeons are creative. Um, Stay-at-home moms or or dads or whomever, loads of creativity. The workplace. Um, I I was thinking of... Uh, Valentine's, like holiday, just fun stuff. I'm talking about little stuff. I, I did a fun thing with love bombing and, and not in the sense that the millennials or the younger ones use it. I, I, and I did rephrase that so everybody knew. And we did the, you know, um, love, like once your love bombs, um, love bomb at least one other person. And it went nuts across the campus and people did really good things. And the idea was not to, you know, spend money, Spend, you know, if you want to spend a dollar store level or bake cookies, a lot of people did things like just that, like bake cookies, um, chocolates, things like that. And they wrote a nice message, like a one liner, um, such as, you know, I I love that you made that you um, make me laugh or, or I like this about this or I like this about that. And it went nuts. And there was love bombing going on all across campus. And people got so creative with, um, tying ribbons with nice uplifting sayings around like a chocolate chip cookie or something. It was just, it doesn't take much. It really, really doesn't. And then uh, Sarah says, once you accept that it is natural to create, you can begin to accept a second idea that the creator will hand you whatever you need for the project. Julia Cameron reassures us the minute you are willing to accept the help of this collaborator, you will see useful bits of help everywhere in your life, which my very good friend Tom would call synchronicity. Be be alert. There is a higher harmonic added to and augmenting your inner creative voice. So this goes back to also what we were saying um, when we talk about the awakened brain and also other, some other episodes is being receptive. I've, you know, we've had to talk about in general, walking around like a wide open baseball mitt, you know, it's baseball season. So that's where my head is right now. Cause I love the Yankees. If you walk around the baseball mitt with a ball already in it, well, guess what? You can't catch another baseball. I suppose that's just some big kind of ginormous mitt, but it wouldn't work well It'd bounce out, bounce around, probably drop it. The catcher's mitt has to be open. And like Oprah says, listening to the whispers because it, and here's the other news Okay, if you, you know, you've been wanting to write a children's book, you've just had it in you circling in your head. Whenever you're in a really boring meeting, boring faculty staff meeting, professional meeting, whatever kind of meeting, bored to tears and you're in your head, you're, you know, you're smiling and nodding and looking at them. But you're, you know, you're starting to write that, maybe making some doodles about the you know, illustrations. And so you've got it in your head or, or, or an idea for a business you want to start and it's all in your head. Here's the thing. The creator, higher power, spirit, however you want to, universe, however you want to say, is only going to hang around and wait so long for you to bite the hook. And then the universe is going to say, okay, I guess you're busy right now. Um, Find somebody else. Okay. And that's how it works. So then um, Julia says, 
Uh... Okay, here we go. Uh, Sarah says, Spirit speaks to you constantly throughout the day. You may experience a hunch, perk up at the suggestion of a friend, or follow an urge to try something new on a whim. Train your heart to listen. This is what we're talking about. The catcher's mitt. The catcher's mitt. And like my friend Tom would say, the synchronicity. Because this stuff is being whispered to us all day long. Oprah says, listen to the whispers. The whispers are out there all day long. And the more in tune we are, the more of them we catch. And then we can really roll. And then she says, today, adjust your spiritual satellite. Turn into the higher harmonic frequency for help as you continue your authentic artistic pilgrimage to wholeness. That is it in a nutshell. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off for Northern Vermont. Have a mindful, very creative day.